0: Hi, I'm Melinda Cucera, your indie fantasy author. And today we're back with another episode of Fantasy Lore and More. Today we're here with Belinda Crawford. So you've got Melinda and Belinda, or Belinda. <laughs> Belinda, good. And we're here today to talk about Demons and Battle Skirts, Volume 1. All right, I've already got questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so let's, let's hear about Demons and Battle Skirts. What, what's well, that about? What, what is a battle skirt <laughs> okay so big demons and battle skirts
1: is a just a dark urban fantasy don't there are no werewolves or vampires or anything it's kind of think sailor moon meets game of thrones and you're Ooh. halfway there um and um yeah it's it was a
0: hoot to write um should I read the back? Cause I'm really bad at explaining. No, 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 that's story. fine. But I've got, I've got a question for So if it's, okay. it's a cross between Sailor Moon and Game of Thrones. So our, our, so we've got our, because those are wild at different ends of the spectrum. Are we, are we talking about like the part of Game of Thrones where you're killing people and there's the red wedding and there's all kinds of rape and other craziness? Or are we talking about like just the epic scope and that there are dragons and, and lots of insanity yeah. and fighting and stuff. There is think none of the none of the rape and stuff, but the definitely the violence and um in
1: the this is a bit of a spoiler. In the second no. chapter, the heroine stabs her best friend in the gut. So we start off from there. Um and it's just it's
0: it's just a okay. little and, bit darker and- time I started writing
1: it. So Okay.
0: Yeah. And the sailor uh, and the Sailor Moon okay. because Sailor Moon is like light and fluffy with the powers and the transforming so like we, we've got cat- the powers and the transforming okay and we've got if you for those of people who have know
1: sailor moon and know that sailor moon is a princess from future path i don't know what the hell it was uh, we start, the, moon, the kingdom of the world. moon i think kingdom of the moon and it was
0: she's reincarnated and we've got that so and we- she forgets all about it and has the magic cat who tries to remind her <laughs> Yeah, no and, magic cats, um, but our wait, wait, heroine Do, is not do you princess. have a meatball head?
1: We don't have a meatball head. Oh, man. We possibly <laughs> put that one on the scene no meatball heads. Um, oh, actually, we do, but it's it's cameo on T-shirt.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, watch out for that. So there's going to – okay, um, I wonder more about yeah. that because that, that's a g- <laughs> but let Let's hear – why don't you read the back of the book to us so we can get right. the official blurb. All right, well, let's get the official blurb. All right, so I'm reading from the actual book itself. Bern yeah. Davin has lived many
1: lives, from noblewoman to pioneer to slave, all of them filled with blood and death, all ending in pain and betrayal. This life, she would like to live in peace, or if not peace, then to at least finish high school, maybe even meet a cute guy, go on a date, kick demon ass, and be home, home in time to do her homework. But she can't always get what she wants not with an ancient battle-crazed warrior sharing her soul or fragmented dreams of an unseen enemy that threatens not just her her existence but that of her reincarnated sisters. Sisters who doubt burns every word and hold terrible secrets of their own. A darkness is coming, a bitter cold rising from the depths of the universe on the ravening howl of a a bloodthirsty horde. And the only thing standing between it and victory are Burn, her sisters, and the liars
0: tearing them apart. Ooh. Yeah. So, all right, how many sisters are there? So
1: there are, I've got to count now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it gets kind of complicated because we've got, we got Burn, Nova, Sun, Della, and so Fionn, so five all up. We've got a group of five girls and... Okay, more spoilers coming, guys, but not too bad. Um, three of them are sisters from the pre- their first lifetime. I'm not gonna explain any further because it's just gonna blow everybody's minds. But they're not sisters right, all sisters right now. It's like, it's oh, the oh
0: so they were sisters. Now they they're were, they're friends, teammates, that kind of yeah, that kind of jazz. But they used they were like blood sisters in
1: a previous. I were life. blood sisters, and and there are extra bits and bobs which we haven't got into in this volume yet which is going to come into the second volume um about that as well and it's like it's going to get complicated and and icky so yeah oh icky yeah. that's a icky. interesting icky, yeah. well it's going to be kind of um i won't give away too much and i honestly <laughs> i haven't i haven't i've got the idea but i and i've started writing it but i haven't actually gotten the nitty gritty but I do know there's going to be more betrayal and kind of we're going to be questioning who the good guys are. Um and and um
0: yeah, whether Byrne actually started all of this on her own. It
1: well why
0: don't why don't we meet her, Byrne? Because it sounds like she's our main our main heroine. She wait, she is our main heroine. Let me just get this out. Oh, here's this book is illustrated. So
1: Oh, so that? so for those who are just
0: listening. There's this beautiful black and white image of a woman with a, I guess, like shoulder length hair, um, yes. on one side, and the text is on the other side. It's a full page illustration. It's very pretty.
1: Yes, and you get the illustrations in the ebook, but they're not quite,
0: not quite as attractively
1: arranged as the paperback.
0: Yeah, it's 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 hard in ebook to do that because you can readers can change their text and rearrange. They can basically rearrange a lot of what's going on on screen, there so can. it's hard to do yeah, that. Make black right. hard. Yeah. All right, let's 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 read the first chapter then. Okay,
1: excuse me if I burst into laughter halfway through because sometimes I, I read things <laughs> I write and I just think I'm a tosser. Um, so, the spike rammed through the demon's chest plate with a wet crack, its black ichor splattering across her boots, some reaching high enough to eat into the nanomail covering her legs. Still more of it ate at the rich black silk of her thigh-length battle skirt and the longer drop of her tabard. It seemed to devour the warrior's creed in, embroidered in silver thread down the taber's length with particular relish. More of the acidic black blood si- sizzled against a thin sheen of her personal shield. The magic weaker now than at the start of the battle, retreating from her arms and legs to concentrate around her torso and head. It would breach the shield soon, but the intricately, intricately carved plates of armour covering her chest and shoulders would keep the demon blood at bay at least until the sun rose. After that, the bright yellow rays of dawn would finish the fight. At her feet, the demon wrapped two of its three sets of hands around her weapon's haft, mandibles spread wide over the sharp points of its lipless mouth. It stared at her with defiance in its venomous green eyes. The muscles under its thick yellow-black armour bulged as it tried to push the glaive out of its chest, even as it raked her armour-clad legs with its two other hands the thick tips of its claws adding a horrid screech to the cacophony of the battlefield. She snarled back, teeth barred, matching its green stare with the obsidian fury of hers, and tightened her grip on the weapon. Under her hands, Armand pulsed, the once golden metal long since tarnished by the shadows rising from her soul, the runes carved into the metal writhing with the dark, just like the blade on the other end, a dark crescent blazing over the battlefield as pushed the glaive's spiked end deeper into the demon's chest and twisted. She relished the thick, soggy crunch as the glaive broke through the creature's softer inner shell, before it ripped through its innards and punctured its spine. The demon gurgled once, all six of its hands still uselessly trying to prevent the inevitable, and died. A yank, bits of carapace flew through the air, more blood staining her legs, trying to sink through the nanomow behind her knees the smooth shine of Armour reinforced boots. <clears throat> as was already spinning, Araman twisting in her hands, an extension not just of her arms and feet, but her will, her soul, the essence of her being, the blazing crescent blade as hungry for blood as she. Her head flew, a horn, hand, an arm. Ica sprayed in black arcs across the pre-dawn, outlined starker and deeper under the glaring lights of the football field. The cleft... Carefully tended green lawn turned to mud, shredded by talons and scorched by fireballs. The three metre high goals at either end had been little more than toothpicks before the eel headed demons. Sorry, the yeah. posts shattering as the bus sized flyers were brought down one by one by her sister's magic. A mammoth demon lay face down in the mud, its trunk like trunk like limbs flung to the winds. One chest sized hand was still wrapped around a huge and Energy blaster. <clears throat> the demon's back, a smoking ruin of bone and gore, blown to bits where the generator strap there exploded. And of the seats, the once pristine bleachers were broken and bloody. Demon blood eating through plastic as readily as metal. Monstrous corpses strewn over the white seats like forgotten sweaters. A final slash, a blood curdling scream fit to shred her ears as spun in a whirl of pain and metal in her hands, the shadows embedded in its half still ravenous for more. But there were no more demons. The ruined football field was desolate, littered with corpses and the final pained moans of the not yet dead. Only the last fleeting shapes of the horde remained. Stragglers melting into darkness, fleeing under the bleachers and the scraggly dusk of the old industrial park beyond, desperate to outrun the coming dawn. She roared thwarted anger and bloodlust pouring from her throat, the shadows in her soul spilling out her mouth in a promise of retribution. There would be no escape, no place the horned Italian host could hide. Telmuth wouldn't escape her again. Av gathered herself, the cold power rising through her bones, dark magic coalescing in her hands. The soft, soft shimmer of bells was all the warning she had. As quickly as it came, the dark, cold magic retreated within raising goosebumps over her skin. As turned as moonbeams coalesced, shoving Araman between her and the light as if its thin shadow could protect her from the power rays barely visible beneath flickering floodlights, Della stepped out of moonlight. Tall and proud, her dark mahogany hair a corkscrew cloud around her head, she shone with power. From the delicate tattoos bisecting her eyes and flowing over her cheeks, to the gem-like stone held in its tarnished silver swirl atop her staff. She glowed with the intense osia of rampant magic. The power of the high priestess shimmered from her paws. For a moment, before the moonbeams faded, the darkness in Aram- sorry, the darkness in, as its soul screeched. Pain racked her being, a, t- a thousand tiny slivers digging into the fabric of herself, piercing the shadows into all that was left. All that was left was Burn. Della grabbed Az's arm, but it was the name of the girl lurking deep in the shadows of Az's mind that stabbed. The battle's over. You have to come. The bright blue magic faded, light retreating from Della's face and neck like water flowing downhill, disappearing under her fitted chest plate to the back of her hand, flooding into her staff. The high priestess's armour was more filigree than plate, as unlikely to stop a pulse ray as her long ground length tabard and split skirts were to not get underfoot. As ripped herself away, spinning from the High Priestess. Even with Araman between them, Della's magic still burned. Magic may no longer have coursed through the Ozzy lines linked into every inch of Della's body, but it lingered. A painful glow that assaulted Az's eyes, reaching through the thin black membrane to hold the little girl, burn, her other self, from the darkness within. She wouldn't let the girl rise, couldn't let the girl rise. She had to find Telemoth, had to end this now. The High Priestess grabbed her arm again. Long, gold-browed fingers, each one banded with two tarnished silver rings wrapped around her bicep. Magic still played along Della's hand, eating through Az's skin to the shadows swirling in her soul. Az pulled the shadow's tidal within, sensed the girl, burn, scream as the cold, dark left claw marks in her psyche, but she couldn't let the priestess see. Not yet. Not when she had just awakened, before she had the strength to confront the blaze of the priestess's power. Sword, the high priestess said, using her other name this time, the the title that curled not to the girl but the fury and bloodlust of the self she was now. Or the small part of herself, the tiny sliver she had pushed through the barrier the girl kept between them. The strength of the barrier had surprised her, the determination of such a young, ignorant soul. Of course, the soul was still hers, still Az's, one of the scattered fragments left after the wheel ripped the as of before into tiny little pieces. The shining example of heroism and righteousness flung across the universe. Enough, the priestess continued. Her voice echoed with power, resounding through the air with the force of a mighty gong. The horde is broken and Nova needs you. You have to come. No, the denial broke from Azza's lips and the sound of her own voice almost shocked her back into the dark, almost allowed the girl to rise. It was deep and guttural and hoarse, tasted like blood on the back of her tongue Ached like the first microns of acidic blood eating through the nanomail at her knee. It shocked Della too. Else, why would the High Priestess loosen her grip, the power under her skin dulling for just a second? A second was all it took. All that was needed for Az to launch herself into the fading dredges of night. Aramon held tight at her side the industrial park's high wire fence and cracked concrete. Osteolite blazed and Az screamed. Agony engulfed her. Took the, l- took the air from her lungs, the iron from her knees. Inside, the darkness turned to acid, was a hundred glass-talion demons ripping into her soul. And outside, outside, the light forced her down, down, down past her knees until her face was in the wet dirt, until the musty smell of it was in her nose. And still it pushed her, sank her deeper into the darkness itself, into the bone-chilling cold where there was no sight, no sound, nothing at all except the girl. The girl, the tiny fragment of herself with its desperate, naive desire to live, rose as Az descended. For a second, as the acid and claws hacked at the threads of her sanity, the priestess's brilliant blue light weighed her down. They passed each other, so alike, the same rounded face, the large brown-black eyes, the long nose and pale yellow-gold skin. The same determination, too, turning the soft, bow-shaped lips hard and dipping the point of her chin. The girl... Byrne push, pushed past As, imagining her boots in the other's face as she caught the Osdia light in her hands and thrust upwards, a sharp snap, a jerk in the middle, and she was Byrne again, her other self, As, trapped on the thin membrane that divided them. It was Byrne who pushed herself off the torn ground, who lifted herself out of the mud. The wet, Ico-stained earth plastered to her chest even as it stuck to her cheek. It was Byrne who wrapped both hands around Araman's haft, her touch that banished the shadows clinging to its runes and levered herself to her feet, shaking and cold but free. Byrne, with a long, elegant finger under her chin, Byrne lifted Byrne, Della lifted Byrne's gaze. Power once again blazed in, lines, in the lines over Della's cheeks and from the gem-like circle in the middle of her forehead, and there was lightning in her big, dark eyes. Byrne spared one hand from Araman to clasp Della's, Burn, her best friend, said again, the dark wings of her brows rising with hope. Is that you? Burn nodded. Yes, she said. Her voice strange to her ears, but its hoarse croak. She cleared her throat, the muscles store and the flesh roar from as its harsh battle cries. The copper tang of blood mixed with the mud on her tongue as she straightened her shoulders, swallowed and tried again. It's me. Take me to Nova. Pain crossed Della's face, weighing at the corners of her full red lips, while sorrow pulled the crack of lightning sorry, dulled the crack of lightning in her eyes. It's bad, she said, even as she clasped Byrne's hand tighter and moonbeams gathered around them. I know, was all Byrne said as the world disappeared. That's
0: chapter one. I love the moonbeams, <laughs> the repeated moonbeams. <laughs> I see, I see why the Failure Moon references the. To- the moonbeams huh. was definitely giving, and the jewels. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um,
1: yeah. So it starts out that way, and for Burns, basically, two people. She's her Burn, the the main character, and she's Az, or oh, I can't. I'm having mental in her name now. <laughs> or she's As, uh, who is the um, obviously the battle crazed warrior, and yeah. The, yeah. The remnant of who she was before in her first life. So it, how, how old is Byrne? So Byrne's in her teens. I haven't really given them ages. She's probably about 17. Um, and, and, you know, chronologically speaking, if you, if you count her first life with, as uh, she's probably a couple of thousand years old. Is, is this the first time she was reincarnated or like the. No, she's had five? lots of, so she's had lots of different reincarnations. Um, so this is old hat for Az. <laughs> Az is old hat, and um, yeah. So Az is there's is, is only so much that the burn remembers as a, um, of all. <clears throat> sorry, of all the sisters, all the the girls in the squad. Let's call it. Um, she's the one with with the most memories, or at least the one we know with the most memories. Right, right. Happened. And they're all very fragmented, and that starts to become. From the very first, actually, that becomes an issue because there's this bad guy, the, the big bad, tell him off, um, and no one knows what he looks like. They just know he's there. He's going to come to kill them, <clears throat> or or Nova, um, who is who's actually our sailor moon, you know, figure in this. Um, whereas Burn is is more, you
0: know, sailor Jupiter, probably. Oh, Jupiter! But- I was thinking Mercury. <laughs> She just no, seemed a little just in the scene. Anyway, she seemed a yeah. little bit more. She just felt like Miss. I mean, she was just giving Sally Mercury in <laughs> this scene, or maybe Mars. With you know, she was. Yeah, she was well, like,
1: She's definitely one of the two. Oh no, I I think that I think Fionn, who was um, we haven't met yet, um, probably takes the the, the Salem, Salem Mars. okay
0: because as was giving sailor mars and and burn was kind of i'm getting kind of sailor mercury-ish vibes okay i could be wrong this is only an excerpt so okay but as remembers everything or as remembers as remembers
1: most yeah she pretty much remembers everything all and but some of it is twisted because as is as is pretty much also just a fragment of the original self
0: okay so as so, is not like a sentient being that is a fragment of a previous incarnation that yeah a little bit like that um so we don't actually have
1: all the information just yet and throughout the whole book we don't have all the information um and it's kind of one of those things if they had all the information well you know <laughs> they might make they different make-
0: decisions. <laughs>
1: might make decisions um and yeah that's and Burn being the only one who Remembers anything concrete um, becomes a point of contention, a main point of contention between what's going on. So,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, that's become. It becomes like I said, it becomes icky. Like everything just becomes, you know, messy. Leading, hence leading to the uh, stabbing of the best friend in 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 chapter two. So, major spoiler, guys. Like I'm, I'm not sorry. <laughs>
0: but it's chapter two i think it's okay if you spoil the first yeah. couple of chapters because yeah. i mean you people could have read that in excerpt on amazon you could,
1: you could. and then we flash back four months so we so the first two chapters are almost the, also the end of the book but then we flash back four months and we get to so that build-up of how things happened
0: oh okay so this is uh, we walked in at the end of the movie and then we're going to go back to the beginning we are yes Interesting, um, interesting. That's an interesting way of doing things. Um, yeah. Well,
1: I, I like to, I like to throw you in the deep end.
0: No, we so. were definitely in deep. And like, I I was like, I need to get this. <laughs> is it on Google Play? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, not on Google Play, but um, yeah, everywhere else. All right. Cool. Well, I'll see where else I can. I can. I like. I. That's where I tend to read is on Google Play. So, <laughs> I'll. Uh, I'll see, I just, I don't like the Kindle reader. I like the Google. I've always, I don't know. That's oh, that Cool. Was, it's
1: I, I get that totally. Not, not a I mean,
0: fan, I, I had an Amazon phone and it was on their playbooks. And so, you know, that was the first uh, e-reader that I had. Um, Fair enough. I right, that's great. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. all just fall into what we fall into. So let's talk about this big bad. Who is he? Why is he after them? And what does he want to kill them? Like, what's up with the big yeah. bad? So, all right,
1: I'm gonna have a slide hungry spoilers I want to give you here. Um, and what is well, the big bad? The, the big bad is so uh, we kind of we kind of have two. We have the demon horde who are from are, are interdimensional demons. They're from a completely different dimension. And then we have Telemoth, who is pretty much the big bad in the first volume. Um, Telemoth is this this guy who's been guy who's been trying to basically kill them ever since the first life. So he was did, the reason what they did they do?
0: <laughs> what did oh, they, they do to him?
1: him? <laughs> so I, I don't want to give you too many spoilers mm. um So in the first life Nova wasn't the imperial empress like she was an empress of like very va- vast vast um spacefaring civilization. and Bern was her general. Um, or as was her general, I should say, and also her half-sister. And pretty much as we discover a little bit as it goes through, um, Telemoth basically wanted to, a coup pretty much, a coup occurred. Okay. Uh, And his goal was pretty much to kill Nova um, and and Burns there to stop
0: it. But there are other things going on there too. So. Yeah, because you that's said there's a bunch of other girls. So there's, there's a bunch of other
1: girls um, and we have, oh, I can see you. Okay. We have a bunch of other girls. We have Della who is obviously the best friend. Um, and in that episode we learned she's like the high priestess. So in that particular civilization, that's what she was, the high priestess. Uh, and then we have um Sun who is the imperial heir to the heir of the throne, and um, Fionn, who was is called the Executioner. Um, Fionn is, I think, Fion one of my favourite characters. I always, My favourite characters always tend to be the side characters. Uh, she is, as Fionn as she is in this life, she's a mousy little girl who doesn't say boo. And then in her other self, her transformed self, she is uh, bloodthirstier than Byrne, than Az, um, and a little unhinged. Which is what makes him my favorite character? I love unfinished <laughs> characters. You like the unfinished <laughs> ones. Um, and are in volume they'll, they'll become more into play in subsequent volumes, but um, what was the
0: question again? <laughs> oh, no, uh, the big yeah. bad, like who is he? Bad. What is he? What yeah, does he want? So Why so does he so want like, to kill them? But now so I've got so additional so questions, questions, like like. I know. Just how did they? Did they, did they do something so that they would reincarnate or like? Yeah, they did. Do- so, um, as the high
1: priestess pretty much performed a spell. Okay. As they were just before, nobody as they were dying in their first life performed a, a spell, which threw them onto the wheel. So the wheel of reincarnation. Um, and so they keep reincarnating to defeat the demon horn who the internet interdimensional demons, um, uh, and that's their goal, but Telamoth, through some other mechanism, is also reincarnating with them, uh, and um, he keeps trying to kill Nova, the Empress. Mm. Uh, and and well, she's succeeds, not the Empress. Right? Yeah, she's not the well, she's Empress not the anymore. Yeah, no, no. But um, and he pretty much succeeds in every in every reincarnation. He manages to kill Nova, and then when they do and just but just before Nova or as Nova dies, Burn throws them back onto the not Burn, Della throws them back onto the reincarn, reincarnation wheel. Um and that presents its own problems because every time that happens um that more of that kind of darkness comes through in as and in burn, um, which leads to its own set of problems, as we'll get into the later volumes.
0: Okay. So yeah. Why do these why do these inter- interdimensional demons like what do they want? Well, I that's a really good question. <laughs> My um,
1: I pretty much think they just want new territory. That's all we know at the moment. We don't really know much about the interdimensional horde.
0: Do um, they have it, a leader?
1: They do. They have a leader, and they just keep trying to break through. So yeah, so book one is really a lot of setup. Um. And the way I usually work is I tend to discover the story along
0: with the yeah. readers. So I have a vague idea, but
1: yeah, that's pretty much where it's at at the moment.
0: Okay. So there's only the volume one out right now.
1: Only volume one. I'm hoping to get volume two out next year. So yeah.
0: Okay. Why yeah. volume one and volume two? Is that-
1: well, originally this was um, a serial on
0: Patreon. Ah, okay. I was, I, I so was wondering. I
1: was, yeah. I was just kind of
0: going with that. And, I I thought that worked. It was a, it was a little bit different from book 1. No, no, it's cool. Um did is it is it still in like a serial format in this book? Is it just like a collection of the serial episodes uh, or did you rewrite it as like a integrated novel?
1: It's 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 more of like an integrated novel. In in fact, the serial is probably more like an integrated novel. It's
0: really a um so it's more like chapters instead of episodes. More like chapters and episodes? Um, <clears throat> yeah. So,
1: and um, you, this, the uh, the serial is still online as well. But you can, mostly working copy. So you can see it straight from its original incarnation. As I was sitting down at a pop culture convention, writing this, because I was the original story goes. I was at a pop culture convention, looking at very cute Sailor, Man, Sailor Moon fanner mm-hmm. the entire end, and that um that didn't do good things, obviously, because we've got. You know, bloodthirsty <laughs> battle
0: warriors, yeah. Uh, I would say and- it did do good things. You got the story out of it, which I think is a is a plus. It's it's definitely interesting. <laughs> I like urban so, fantasy. Yes.
1: So yeah, it's it's an urban fantasy with a mix of sci-fi. It's actually my first straight up, more kind of straight up urban fantasy book.
0: What did you write before this? Um science fiction and space opera. Gotcha gotcha yeah so well i lost my question <laughs> <Right away. laughs> so yeah
1: but the volume one is, is very urban fantasy and volume two we're going to as i said we're going to be going back to that first life so it's going to have more of a um a sci-fi spin it's more like science fantasy because we got the magic in there as well
0: no no and that's cool um I still forgot. I lost my question. It's still not come back. Now it's like bothering me. <laughs> All right. Why don't we talk about battle skirts? Because that's a
1: fun yes. story. Um, have you watched a show called Ruby? Online. No. No. It's Ruby spelt with the W instead of U. So R W B Y. And it's this online thing. It's it's um it's got the same kind of science fantasy group of girls saving the world kind of stick going on uh and there's this really funny line in one of the episodes it's like it's like seriously how a 10 second excerpt could influence the entire story um where we've got these four girls in the group two of them wear skirts and there was this really funny line that it's these two girls come along and says it's not a skirt it's a was it it's not a skirt it's a it's a combat skirt and that was um
0: that's- that that's what for the, the battle skirts that's fun oh i've got my question now so you said they're like teenagers like so is there is the book mostly take place them fighting the demons doing cool science fantasy stuff or do we have them in high school we have a little bit in high school um and we have some um uh
1: romantic elements there is no actual there's not
0: really a romance in it because we're at the start um well, no, if it's if it's if you're yeah. if this is Game of Thrones like, then there isn't yeah. there's no happily ever after for anybody.
1: <laughs> oh, there might be a happily ever after. It's not gonna be totally Game of Thrones. Um because I, you know, I I do like to to have my at least my main character live at the end. That would be very nice. But yeah, it it will it'll be satisfying, but not everyone's
0: gonna be happy, I reckon. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, so there is uh, some 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 of them in high school, like just there in- is
1: there all there is some of them in high school. Um there's not a lot of high school there's not a lot of high school stuff, but there is some in high school and there is some battling the demons and some obviously outside that. So we we get a picture of how these guys
0: are, are operating in the um in the real world, so to speak. Gonna- did- do they always reincarnate in, like, the same area or how do they find no, each No, they reincarnate in in different areas. So they've reincarnated – I've got to remember now.
1: Um, I've had a reincarnate in it's, – it's a second world, so I can't – I've just kind of shifted it and gone over there. Um, but they're kind of in, like, a Egypt or an Egypt-like place and um, I have a, one in, in France, so – and uh all sorts of different places africa all over the world how do they find each Mm other well they're all reincarnate together
0: oh okay so they are reincarnating all together in like a geographic area in the same kind of time yeah i sorry i misunderstood the question um
1: so yeah they're all over the world and but together and the same things kind of happen so they're just repeating themselves (laughs) over and over again um and the same, yeah, because Nova keeps making the same mistake. She keeps so Telemoth pops up, and um, he pretty much his his uh, method modus operandi is to make Nova fall in love with him, and then pretty much stab her in the back. And so Nova keeps making the same mistake.
0: And, and he doesn't get are, tired of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's he's got his own he's got his own reasons for doing things. Um, which a little bit of that comes out at the end of book one. And then, and, uh, so yeah, his, his target isn't Nova exactly. And that's all I'm going to say.
0: Interesting. Um, so uh, he's using her to get to something else. It to something else. Um, so how come he keeps going after them? If he's already killed her in a bunch of different times, like, uh, why not let it go? Like how many times does he have to kill her before he lets it go? Yeah, well, it's a cumulative effect. And um, so the more times he kills her,
1: the more times they have to go be reincarnated and the more times other thing happens. <laughs> so the important thing um, that to so tell him telemoth to get what, what he really wants. And he's really, really close to it. He um, How many he, reincarnations
0: he, does it take to get the thing he wow. really
1: wants? <laughs> oh, Wow. One uh and for, so he's really really close and this this time he thinks he's almost got it like he's like he was fully expecting to get it um and it doesn't quite work out that way
0: i want to know like what what thing does it take that many uh, um yeah, incarnations uh, to get spoilers spoilers so <laughs> yeah. but yeah i'm not gonna when more cause I'm not gonna it. Is it is it in the first book it is in that the that first really book wants. we get
1: we, yeah, we do in, um, in that final battle. In the second half or the first half I know, at the end of the book, we get an idea of what he really wants. And, and um, why it's was... so hard to get. And why it's so hard to Well, mostly what he really wants. I don't know. Someone else will have to tell me if the why is actually in there. <laughs> um Yeah. So, and there's, there's also a bit of a question too about who Telemoth is in this life. And there's a bit of a. I'll lead you down the garden path a little.
0: So he's a little bit different this time around.
1: It's all a little bit oh he's different. He's got a different face every time. But um which is one of the reasons why it's
0: he he manages to <laughs> to to kill Nova so many times. Do the do the girls have different faces every time as well? They also have yeah, they also have different faces. So all the faces change. Um and they they all
1: look different each lifetime. They're, how do they find each other? Because the, the, it's one of those hand waving kind of
0: things. The spell, spell.
1: They just kind of kind of instinctively know each other, um, and yeah, the hand waving. So they recognise each other, and then there's you know there's a there's a, a special event uh, like um, um, a celestial event that happens and uh, boosts their powers and kicks things off.
0: So, what are their powers? Because we had the moonbeams. We had the moonbeams.
1: So, uh, Burn is pretty much a warrior, um, and we have the the, the 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 darkness, which is coming up. Um, so, yeah, Burn pretty much kills things. And um, <laughs> uh, Fion is the same, um, but she can also okay the interdimensional horde. She can also see. The interdimensional rifts, um, and then Della, as the high priestess, is more of a um, a healer support. I think this is, where, this is where my my gaming genes come out. Um, she's more of a healer support with the moon beams. Um, Nova, as the empress, uh, so her her powers are kind of sun slash fire based. Um, and she's also a fighter, but she also has some, you know, fireball throwing capabilities. And and Sun, um, she is another kind of magic user, also fire-based. Um, and she can do what we also call was it? calling down the stars, which is basically how she, she's the one who can close interdimensional rifts when they open. So we don't actually see that. We get it referenced. But... Um, yeah, there's only so much space in that book to to get all the goodness in.
0: So, okay, so so she can see the rest, but the, so like, how do they how do they get to the right place? Like, is it more than seeing it? Do they sense it? Is she have, like GPS? Yeah, for they the rest? They, 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 <laughs> search, they search for them, go on patrols, and the, because of the wavium,
1: the risks yeah. are happening in their, in their part of you know where they are as well. So it's um, not happening elsewhere in the world. It's not happening elsewhere in the world. Yeah. The,
0: it was otherwise we'd be overrun by demons already. <laughs> that well, was that was gonna me. be my next question is like, how come we're not? Um yeah. and why why do the demons just keep going there? Is there something specific that they need or want? Yeah. Well that
1: that that might come that might come out a little bit in subsequent books, but at the moment, hand Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: There's a lot of hand waving. <laughs> There's a lot of hand waving. It, it
1: happens, um, and I guess that's yeah. That that's that's part of my book. Like, I tend to use a bit of hand waving. Just don't look over there. Look over here. We'll be fine. <laughs>
0: hey, you know we have to do whatever we have to do to get through the story. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. So, Sorry. all right. So we've got the girls. We've got the demons. We've got telemoth. What? What else is going on in this world? Like, are the is is so? You said this is second world, so it's not. It's, it's not so,
1: Earth. Well, it's yeah. It's based on Earth. Um, I've just switched it over there because I'm um. I I'm making. Um, I just made up my place, and it's 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 a uh, the details of it are kind of a mash of um American and you know English Australian details so like the school system and and stuff like that um and because I like to connect all of my stories on my you can see a little bit at the back there this yeah my great timeline of stories and that's my science fiction timeline um and uh, I can't I can't quite figure out how to put demons on my science fiction timeline so I just yep we over there <laughs> So that's um, why you
0: have the, the urban fantasy. The urban
1: fantasy, yes. Yeah. Um, and um, the rest of the world, we don't really deal a lot with what's happening in the wider world. Uh, we do get more of what's happening with Burn and Az and As, and, um, and that struggle between um, Az trying to take over and do her thing which is pretty much seek out every demon possible and kill them in the most bloodiest way possible um and so we, we get a lot of that and and burn's fighting
0: really hard but she's 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 losing this fight um yeah how we going yeah so all right so that so it's it's so there's not so other than them there's nothing else magical about the world there's nothing else magical about love. No, it's just these guys doing their um doing their thing. So, if how did they how did they have magic on this world when nobody else does? It's, that's also part um, of the spell. Um, like you, with... you said they're like the spacefaring society that that she was the empress of. So, were yeah. they always incarnating on this 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 Earth-like world or were they incarnating elsewhere? And No we're, we're reincarnating we're incarnating in this
1: particular earth-like world only um, only uh, and because we we've already got the demons coming through the dimension so we'll just we'll stick here. Um, and we've just got some magic um, which could be it could be the you know case of this, this science so far so advanced it's indistinguishable from magic. Um, but yeah, we've just got magic. hand waving
0: Yeah. So, like, okay. So, so they're in the spacefaring society. Like, this, this Earth world was part of that society, or like it was some backwater? No, this Earth. Earth, So, they basically, Earth was the main thing.
1: So, we've actually done a time slip. We've, we do lots of time slips. All right.
0: So, Um, so they went back in time and started reincarnating.
1: And start reincarnating again.
0: Are they Um, trying to reconnect with their, where they left off in the future? At the moment, they're just trying to survive. Um, right. trying, trying to keep Nova alive uh, and I,
1: and stop the, their main goal is not to defeat Telemoth he's like a side goal, it's actually to stop the Horde from coming through uh, and that permanently
0: to stop it so that they yeah, just stop it. being incursions
1: yes, permanently stop the Horde from coming through and, um, and and Telemoth
0: just keeps mucking that up you know, he just keeps killing them before they get to do that so they have a plan. There's a way that they can permanently stop the demons from coming through, and are they trying to end their own cycle of reincarnation? Uh, oh, I don't think they've probably. Yeah, that's what they. That's what they're trying to do. I think none of them are
1: having a good time reincarnating, um, and they just want it to stop. So I, and there's, there's a because of, I think because of the way that they started reincarnating, it was pretty hectic. Um, and yeah, it's you know <laughs> there, there there were there was probably a couple of minutes for them to reincarnate before um before Nova died the first time, um, so they just hit the button and went for it, uh, and that's you know where we're going. This, this
0: isn't it's very messy. Um, yeah. yeah. How did? So how did they so they pick this world or this world had I'm just like how did we get from I'm still can't I can't get my brain can't wrap around like how we got from this this Empress of spacefaring society to reincarnating on this earth like place. Uh, so place somewhere they, special in their no,
1: the same world. So the society they were the society, the spacefaring society was actually based yeah. On like oh on, on that Earth.
0: world okay
1: yeah so this Earth-like world was the the prime world um gotcha. and so they pretty much just it's future gotcha in the yeah yeah on the future um and and for the you know when getting thrown back into the past it's a bit of a crapshoot because the Re- wheel of reincarnation just does its own thing um and the most that the high priestess Della could do was actually put them on it. So, they weren't on it before? No, they weren't on it before. Well,
0: yeah, not on it before. So, Like, as, I don't know. Okay. So, so I don't understand yeah. that. How, you know, like, isn't every, like, if there's a wheel of reincarnation, wouldn't everything be on it? Yeah, everything, but they weren't on it together. Oh, okay. So, they were on it separately and now they're, they, not together, so. now they're in it as a group. Gotcha. Yeah. So, burn painting once so We got the sticky tape out
1: and went, we're going to stay together. Della did. i'm sorry i always get the names mixed up
0: um so Della did that but yeah because they need to stick together in order they to accomplish to their together mission. gotcha stuff. yeah do um, they ever take on like new members or find people other people no. who got caught up no. in the spell from their time just the group
1: and um and tell them off. and uh, yeah and do they have there to- is- there is one other, but that's not a spoiler. I can't tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, um, yes, yeah, and yeah. So that's that other
0: that other person just throws an extra spanner in the works. Interesting. When does that person come out in, in Volume Two or Volume Three? Volume One. He, he's in. There you go. The spoiler. He's in Volume One. And um and
1: Mm, I can't say anything else without, <laughs> without spoilers right now because um, that's the best of, yeah spoilers so
0: <laughs> zipping it <laughs> definitely I know that's oh sorry right. so how many books are you planning on for the series four Um, and so book two is book one we we're in the the current
1: lifetime and in the current lifetime in the current in the current kind of earth like modern society and then book two where it's going to be kind of like a flashback um we're still going to have some from the current life and but we're also going to delve into what happened in that first life uh and and all of the all of the the threads um and and plots that actually has gone into making this such a complete mess um and there's actually at the end of because this volume one was it was a Kickstarter as well, and as part of the Kickstarter, I actually added an extra little chapter at the end, <laughs> which gives you some uh, some answers that you really you really want at the right. end of the book one. Um, and it also takes you so starts that flash forwarding, flash forwarding, yeah, okay, flash forwarding um, to um, to that first life and some of the. Some of the things that are happening there. Um, yeah. So that's that that will continue in, in book two, or volume two I should say. And then obviously volume three and four will actually deal with the aftermath, so the aftermath of volume one and um and and the whole reincarnations thing with the demons and telemoth. And, and oh, as wow. as is gonna be a big thing. So as is as the Battle Craze warrior with the darkness. Um she's gonna be a big thing too.
0: That sounds like a lot to wrap it, in in three more books. <laughs> you you it sure? Is, um, <laughs> it, well,
1: we'll see how it goes. We could have a few more books, but at the moment, I'm planning four, and um, and I tend to pack things in. Okay. Um. So
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, just 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 go with it.
0: That's all yeah. It so so <laughs> books three and four we should look for in, uh, 2024, 2025. Um, it depends how quickly
1: I can write them. Um, at the moment it's going to be 25 to 26, 25, one 26. Uh, I've got a few other, sorry, I've got a dog down here eating my uncle. um And I um, we have other books to write as well at the same time. So I t- try to publish a couple of different stories a year.
0: No, that's cool. That's a good, that's a good cadence. Um, I publish a couple of year, a couple of books a year or two. It's it's sustainable. No, fine. It is, yeah. It's sustainable, and
1: I'm sorry. One second. Oh, the dog. <laughs> the dog. She's she's managing to destroy my unbook. Um. So let's put that over there. Um. She's very happy with herself now. She's got some some fleece to chew. Um. Yes. So, yeah. Just keep. If you're one of those people who who like to read everything once it's complete, you're going to have to wait a little bit.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like it's going to be a wild ride. Or it sounds like it is a wild ride. Not that it's going <laughs> to be. It's going to become an even wilder ride. than it already yes. is. Is there anything else you want to say about demons and battle skirts, volume one or the sequels? Um, Any more spoilers?
1: <laughs> um, well, no, you don't have to. If there's a particular one you want, I could consider telling you what it is, but yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah. No, that leaves some mystery. Be- it can be some mystery, and it will be pretty insane. Yeah.
0: So, so don't fall in love with any characters. <laughs> don't,
1: uh, yeah. Don't fall in love. Don't, don't fall in love with any characters. I might. I might
0: kill them. So um. Yeah. Be careful. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> no character is safe <laughs> from Belinda <laughs> Crawford. <laughs> Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. This has been fun. You're welcome to come back with volume Thank two, you. three, four, have a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm encouraging the characters to misbehave, but I think you did say you're a pantser or a discovery writer. So um, I'm totally pantsed. So they,
1: they are very well known for misbehaving. Um, yeah, mine too.
0: Yeah. So. Also- <laughs> I'm getting I'm doing more plotting now than before. Sometimes it works and they fall in line. Sometimes uh, I end up throwing away that outline and trying to plot something different because they didn't.
1: Yeah, I used to be a plotter and um but it never worked for me. So the plot would go out the window before chapter 5.
0: Oh, yeah, mind you too, but like I still have to plot them out of some of the problems they get into. <laughs> We pants our yeah. way in, but we have to plot our way out because otherwise we're never going to escape from this.
1: Yeah, oh, I find that in the last book, I've had so much fun in the previous books that the last book is like,
0: oh, I have to make all this make sense now. So yeah, yeah, that's when the plotting comes in. You're like, okay, you're, you've been forecast. Tell you know, you've been promising this. We've now got to actually do it. Deliver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And that you that needs a bit of plotting to make sure that you know all the things that you promise get done, and by the right characters.
1: Yep. Answer those questions, the burning questions. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you got to answer them. You know, if you ask them, you can't not answer. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just leave a cliffhanger for the the next series in the <laughs> in the series. Well, you got to answer some questions. You can't leave everything <laughs> right. hanging. Um, I try to answer at least like one or two per book. That's about all I can promise that the characters will actually do. <laughs> yeah, the important it, questions get answered. So. Yeah, of course, they have to. But this has been fantastic. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. We'll, well, you're welcome. Hopefully, we'll have you back in the future. And this yes. has been an, another episode of Fantasy, Lore, and More. Today, we were talking with Belinda Crawford about Demons in Battle Skirts, Volume One. I love that title. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm your indie fantasy author, Melinda Kusara with an M. And this was Belinda Crawford with a B. <laughs> uh, thanks so much. Have a great day or a great night, depending on where you are and where you're listening.